Hi, I'm Monica. And I'm the other Monica. And we are two Monicas in a microphone. Join us each week as we talk about nothing serious. Seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. So grab your saw because we're going to be cutting some Z's. Oh. I'm so sleepy. Hey, Monica, today's topic is all about one of your obsessions. Well, at least I feel like it's an obsession of yours. You want to take a guess? <laughs> Does it have anything to do with the fact that I'm constantly tired? Yes. So this, then we're yep. talking about sleeping. We are. We're talking all about sleep. Now, don't get confused, y'all. This isn't a podcast to put you to sleep. Don't pop this in right before bed, okay? We're not part of the call map. We're here to talk about sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monica, how did you sleep last night? Oh my God. It was atrocious. It was absolutely atrocious. So I was working on the podcast in the dining room. Paul said he was going to bed at 1030 or 11 and I caught myself falling asleep at the dining room table. (gasps) Oh no. At 1230 in the morning. So I finally called it quits because obviously I wasn't getting any work done. I came up and Paul was watching TV. It was crazy. As if that wasn't bad enough, one of my children woke up screaming and crying about a bad dream. Five (gasps) seconds later, the other one. So there all four of us are squished into the bed. The two kids don't like to touch each other. So they fight for a little while for space. I was practically falling out at 515 in the morning. I realized I had zero space. So I left the bed and I went to my son's bed and went to sleep. You should do that more. I should have done it sooner. But no, it's oh, terrible night sleep. I haven't had a bad night's sleep since the other night when I went out and had a few too many cocktails for my sister-in-law's birthday. You know, you go right to sleep, but that sleep that you're getting is so awful. I felt like I hadn't slept all night. But generally, I fall asleep pretty easy. I get good sleep. I like sleeping, maybe not as much as you, but I bet it's one of those things. It's like FOMO, like you're missing out on sleep. So you're desiring it more. I'm getting good amounts. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, pretty chill about it. How many hours of sleep do you get a night though? Is like last night typical? Oh man. I want to say I've been getting about six hours of sleep a night and I've been missing my afternoon naps. So I'm on the verge where I'm going to need a super long nap and a couple of really great eight hours. Otherwise you're going to see the green monster come out. (laughs) The grouch. It's not, not pretty. I get generally seven to nine. It depends on the day or the weekend. It's it's really nice. Or I get on my phone and look at Pinterest memes till way too late. In fact, Monica, I do this so much that it's inspired a new segment on the show. Ooh, this sounds like fun. It's called that so meme. We're basically going to break down all the funny things that I found on the internet on the topic. And of course, today's topic is sleep. Okay, Monica, tell me if any of these sound like you or if they ever have been you in the past. And friends, we're going to throw some of these up on Instagram so that you can play along too. The first meme here, we have Homer Simpson doing a rather long, looks like algebraic problem, possibly even calculus. And here is what he is thinking. Every night I'm like, I have exactly five hours, 32 minutes, 53 seconds of sleep. If I fall asleep in two minutes. Have you ever been that way, Monica? Um, I do my calculation a little bit differently. I usually tell myself what time I have to wake up and then groan. (laughs) And the next one here we have the most interesting man in the world. And he says, I don't always set an alarm for the next morning. But when I do, I set it 45 minutes before I need to get up and snooze it nine times in a row. (laughs) 
I've definitely been guilty of that. Now I just have my son who we call the alarm clock and he, <laughs> his snooze button is broken. There is no snooze no, on a four-year-old. Here's one I can relate to. Your brain is talking to you and this is what it's saying. <laughs> I can see you're trying to sleep. Can I offer a selection of your worst memories from the last 10 years? <laughs> Oh, sounds like a nasty trick played by the brain. It is a nasty trick. And here's my son's favorite superhero, Spider-Man, laying in what looks like a hospital bed. <laughs> I like to play this game called nap roulette. I take a nap and not set an alarm. Will it be 20 minutes or will it be four, four hours? Nobody knows. It's risky and I like it. <laughs> and I play this game every weekend. I tell my husband I'm going to take a nap. I lay down on the couch. Sometimes I wake up after 20 minutes and sometimes I wake up and he's like, you know, you've been sleeping for two and a half hours. Oh, that was a good nap. Yeah. You are the I like sleeper. This. I, I always have been. Did I ever tell you about the one time I got really drowsy in the library and I just crawled underneath the table I was studying at. I made sure all the chairs were pushed in so no one could see me. And I took a nap. Monica. <laughs> I was just super drowsy. I just, I couldn't keep my eyes uh, Well, open. studying all that philosophy will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that could put some people to sleep. Yes. This next one is right up my alley. Man, a lot of these are me. <laughs> I've reached an age where falling asleep on the couch has nothing to do with coming home drunk. <laughs> yes, it's true. I take naps on the couch before I go to bed. Zach takes a lot of naps on the couch after work. Um, he's just turning into the quintessential dad that you see Aww. on the sitcoms. Super cute still love him i find it endearing and i just let him sleep because he obviously needs it yeah yep how about this one <laughs> naps the original life hack sad there's a nap for that tired there's a nap for that angry there's a nap for that <laughs> I have definitely used napping to get rid of some emotions before. Oh, this one is so you. I'm sorry. <laughs> New fantasy. He takes my hand, leads me to the bed, and says in a throaty whisper, I want you to nap for as long as you like. Oh, that'd be so nice. I'm going to send this to Paul. Hey, Paul. <laughs> those were a lot of fun. Obviously, I love doing that. You love doing that. Who doesn't love a good meme? When we were talking about doing sleep, I know we were thinking, oh, there's so many different things to talk about. I mean, this really is a juggernaut of a topic. Scientists really like talking and studying sleep. And if you go to pubmed.gov, over 36,000 results when I searched for sleep. That's insane. What was even more fascinating as to the amount of results when I searched for sleep is the fact that we still don't really know why we sleep and why we we need it. In fact, one of the articles that I read from the National Center for Biotechnology said that there's four leading theories. There's four theories. And they said that there's actually many, many more than that. And that is fascinating to me because this is a basic human function and the science is still out on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I thought scientists would know why we need to sleep. Yeah, me too. But you know, when you think about it, science is just, it evolves as we get more data. We haven't okay. been studying it that long on. So what are the reasons they think we need sleep? We need it for energy conservation, cellular restoration, brain mm -hmm. function, emotional well-being, and weight maintenance, heart health, and immunity. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I wouldn't need to read 13,000 articles to know that. I feel like I just have to miss a couple nights sleep, right? Absolutely. And I just feel like all of those functions start declining quickly. I know for my kids, when we go visit their 
cousins and they stay up too late, they start running fevers. Even mm -hmm. sometimes when I visit my mom, I'll run a low grade fever because I have stayed up till five in the morning a couple nights in a row. Yeah, I definitely feel worse. And I don't know if it's the chicken and the egg idea that if I stay up too many nights or get poor quality sleep that I end up coming down with something or then I come down with something and then I end up not sleeping. I think according to the studies, it is probably because you've lost some sleep and your immune, your immunity is low. Sleep mm -hmm. is just very important. So Monica, you asked me about my sleep last night and it was terrible. Like what's the physiological response when we don't get enough sleep? Because I know how I feel, but I don't know the scientific terms. I do have a nickname that I acquired when I started working. What's that? People at work called me Krabby Patty. Oh goodness. Because I'm not a morning person. Yeah. But I got so, plenty of sleep then, unlike now. So I don't know what I'm like now. <laughs> Probably worse. We should ask Paul. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. No, don't ask him. There's actually a laundry list, if you will, of different things that can happen to your body when you don't get enough sleep. There are some long-term effects that were a little bit shocking to me, such as diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, and even some forms of cancer like breast cancer. Hmm. Um, and also I can see why we continue to study sleep because it does affect so much right. on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're not getting enough sleep, it can really increase your anxiety and cause problems with memory and motor function. Have you ever felt drunk when you didn't get enough sleep? I, I definitely have. I haven't had that happen, but I did come back from a really like four or five day vacation, if you will. I went to Southern California and then I went to Vegas and spent two days in Vegas. And I was so exhausted that driving back from the airport, I burst into tears. Oh, I was see, like a child. Your emotional functions were low. I was reading a study about what happened in rats. It's kind of a sad study. If you want to look it up, it's the three-week rat study. But basically they did mm. sleep deprivation in rats. And every time the rat would try to fall asleep, it would get woken up. And this study went on for about three weeks because all the rats died. Whoa. And for the poor little rats that got woken up, these are the things that, that happened to them. Their fur was disheveled and discolored. They developed skin lesions. They actually ate more and consumed more energy, but they were still significantly skinnier mm -hmm. than the mice who were not woken up. They also lost the ability to regulate their body temperature and their immune systems began to shut down. Oh, wow. As I was reading that study, I thought to myself, have I ever felt like those rats? And the answer was yes, I have when I haven't gotten a lot of sleep over many, many nights. I definitely mm -hmm. have the disheveled and my mm -hmm. face looks sunken in mm -hmm. and I do want to eat more because I need that energy, but I'm not necessarily looking my best. So I think that the rats, what they went through is a little bit of what we go through. Definitely. No sleep. Um, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Actually, I think the person, his name was Randy. Gardner, who went the longest without sleep was 11 days, and he didn't use any stimulants. Now, this was back in 1964, and he did it through Stanford sleep researcher, Dr. William DeMint, mm -hmm. and the Guinness Book of World Records actually recognizes this. However, they will not take any new submissions for oh. this just because of health reasons. They don't want to encourage anyone to try to go longer than he did. 
we just talked a little bit about those poor little mice. How do you feel when you don't get sleep? Like I feel disgusting. I feel oily. I feel bloated. Yes. What about you? I feel all of those things right now because last night and the night before <laughs> sleep quality was very poor and I didn't get a nap either day. And I do love a nap yes. in order to get me back to equilibrium. I know that you don't get ideal sleep. You're a mom of a four and a five-year-old. You got a lot going on. You're doing a podcast. You're staying up late editing and researching. Yep. Okay. So let's pretend that we can get our perfect sleep situations. Mm. What would that be for you? Okay. I'd be in a room at the Four Seasons mm. in one of their beds. So lovely. Oh. I currently sleep with earplugs and an eye mask. So I would have that. And then I would have the ability to sleep until I wake up naturally and have coffee show up within three minutes. Oh, and I'd probably be sleeping with socks because my feet get cold. What about the temperature in there? How is that for you? As long as I can be warm in the bed, I like it. I like to breathe in cool air. Okay, so I so like do I. colder room. So Monica, I never in my life thought that I would be such a fussy sleeper because in college I used to take naps everywhere. I was like the couch nap girl in the common area of our sorority house, in the common area of where we had classes, where Saga was. So anyway, I never thought I would have so many, so many different criteria for what it would take for me to get a good night's sleep. So anyway, I digress. For me to go to sleep, it takes almost nothing because like I said last night, I fell asleep at the dinner table. <laughs> what do you have to do in order to get yourself to sleep? Do you have a routine or is it like close your eyes asleep? I put on King of Queens and I just let that sound of people talking. That's very soothing to me. I think okay. probably because I fell asleep listening to my parents' TV. When okay. I was growing up, the TV shared a wall with my bedroom. And All right. So, so that's kind of your white noise. <clears throat> yeah. So that was my white noise. Now Zach has to have a fan for white noise. Uh, one thing I used to have to have in college and was a little obsessive about it was complete darkness. Mm -hmm. I would put tape up over windows and cracks and all those types of weird things. I couldn't have any light coming in or it was very hard to fall asleep, but yeah. I, don't, I don't right now. And so I'm just owning it. Do you, I wanted to ask you, do you and Zach go to bed at the same time since you have the TV on and he has a fan? We don't go to bed at the same time, mainly because he likes to stay up watching shows that I don't like, but sometimes he's tired when I'm tired and we go right. at the same time. And we are the weirdo couple who's been married for 20 years and still snuggles all night Aww. long until it gets too hot. And they're like, oh, get away from uh, me. Yes, I know, me. right? You know, <laughs> until that. Oh, I do have a question about sleeping. Do you steal the covers or do anything weird with the covers? So I don't do it intentionally, but I'm a barrel roller. Me too, Zach hates it. <laughs> so does Paul, except he's always hot. So it's not like he needs the blankets. Oh. But yeah, I'll end up with two feet of blankets on the other side of the bed. Well, sometimes I'm so caught up in the blankets, I can't possibly get out of them. It wakes, <laughs> it wakes me up because I've like got a tourniquet on me. Oh yeah. Do you ever wake up and you think, I didn't go to sleep like this. No, I shuck I my never pants off a lot. I do not have pants on most times when I wake up. I know that everyone is having a lot of fun hearing how I like to fall asleep to the King of Queens and you like to wear a mask. I 
thought it would be fun if we talked about some quirks about famous and historical people, because there is some weird stuff out there. Hey friends, Monica and I have recently discovered a company with amazing skincare. Juvene uses cutting edge stem cell science to replenish and repair your skin four levels deep. You'll start seeing a more youthful appearance in just a few weeks. Juvene also has incredible faux mink lashes to make you feel fancy every day. Y'all, if you want great skin, nails, and lashes, go to juvene.com slash foxy. That's juvene, J-U-V-E-N-A-E dot com slash F-O-X-Y. Sign up as a preferred customer and receive immediate discounts without any fees. So the average person really needs about seven to nine hours of sleep a night. There are a few famous people out there who have admittedly gotten less than that on a Mm -hmm. normal basis. These people have reported only getting about four hours of sleep a night. Margaret Thatcher, Florence Nightingale, Donald Trump, Martha Stewart. No wonder she's so productive. Right? Exactly. And she does say that. Voltaire Mm -hmm. and Madonna. What's really funny to me here is this is totally my mom. My mom used to get so much done. I was always inspired by her. But then when I became an adult and realized I needed twice the amount of sleep she did, I... I just can't. And my grandmother always swore that my mom, as a child, could you imagine this, only needed four hours of sleep a night. Yeah. So no. she, oh, oh, that sounds awful. That does sound awful. So, but there are a few people out there and a lot of them that we hear about really are successful because they are able to not be groggy. I mean, they get up and they're ready to go. They don't have insomnia. Like they are refreshed right. after four hours. Okay. So think about it this way. Let's do a little bit of mental math. I'm stretching my brain right now. Okay. So if you only need four hours of sleep and everybody else needs eight, you get extra hours of productivity every single week. Yeah. I mean, you could have all of your emails done and all of your work done and your workout and your everything. And then you launch into your day. I mean, you've lived half a day before I even start mine. Exactly. Tesla. I mean, everybody's familiar with that name now, especially. We're not talking about Elon Musk, people. We're talking about (laughs) Tesla. Tesla. (laughs) Tesla. Uh, he only needed two hours of sleep a night and he took a few naps throughout the day. Uh, but he did eventually have a mental breakdown at 25 because of his sleep cycle. And even Isaac Newton only got two hours of shut eye. I mean, talk about it genius. Again, these were people who were not necessarily battling insomnia. They were getting what they needed. Here's a funny story I thought. Winston Churchill, he was a known night owl. So he would sleep about five hours a night, which we've heard of some others sleeping less, but he would sleep from 2 a.m. until 7 Mm a.m. Then he would get up and then at 5 p.m. he would drink a whiskey and soda and take a two-hour nap. That sounds kind of like what I've been doing. No, honestly, minus the minus the whiskey and soda, Mm -hmm. I just take a nap and then I'm fine. And then Paul wonders why I'm up till twelve or one or two. Yeah, it's because I had that two hour nap. So to me, it just sounds like you're this type of person. I think Lyndon Johnson was as well, where they took the long nap in the middle of the day and they were up later 
And then there's people like me who I get all of the sleeping done at once and I rarely need or want a nap. I used to take 20 minute naps when the kids were younger. I would, it was just a quick 20 minute nap and I do occasionally do that. And we'll get into some other people who used to take 20 minute naps. So Edison, I get two people dealing with electricity. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Edison is quoted as saying that he thought sleep was a waste of time. And once he worked for 70, 72 hour period without taking any rest. And he generally only slept for three to four hours a day. Yeah, it, that was on purpose. He did not, I went and read up on him a little bit after seeing that. He really did think it was a waste of time. And it didn't mean that he wasn't tired. Like some people, like we were talking about, like Madonna and Donald Trump, they just need four hours. He did that on purpose to be more productive though. And what I read is he ended up taking random naps and you can find pictures of him sleeping in different factories. Wow. Uh, here's someone who I absolutely love, um, Emily Bronte. Now she suffered from insomnia, which I wouldn't say is just all that rare. Actually, I believe that 30% of the adult population actually suffers from it. But what she used to do to combat it was walk in a circle around her table until she became tired enough to fall asleep. Wow. So Michael Phelps, I remember when he was just the pinnacle of swimming. Everyone was curious about what he ate, you know, 15 pancakes, six mm -hmm. eggs, bacon yeah. in one meal, the, the number of calories he consumed, but no one really talked about how he slept. And it turns out that he sleeps in a high altitude chamber, which forces his body to work even while resting. Wow. I mean, that guy's dedicated. You, he wants to work even while he's resting. Well, that's why he has all those gold medals. Right. Um, you want to talk about people who are, you know, in the entertainment industry. They're going to be a little quirky. Um, I found a couple, Mariah Carey. She surrounds her bed with 20 humidifiers and she needs at least 15 hours of sleep per night, in particular when she's getting ready to perform. I can't what do you even. think about that? First of I can't, all, I can't that even seems gross. <laughs> Although I bet her skin is amazing because up here where it is dehydration central, my skin always looks icky. But then when I go to like Florida or Arkansas, I swear I have the best looking skin. Right. Mm -hmm. What about Lady Gaga? Why don't you tell me about how she sleeps? And I did go research this. It's true. So we know that vampires sleep in coffins mm -hmm. or don't sleep. Yes. And now we know that Lady Gaga sleeps inside an egg. That's like, true. is it... Temperature and humidity controlled? Is it? I think the idea behind it is it, it felt like shape? a cocoon. I mean, I get that at a certain level, not every night, but I, I get why you'd want to feel like you're in a cocoon. This weekend, I felt that way in my bedroom. That's what I kept calling it. I'm pretty sure I texted that to you. I'm in my cocoon. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get out. So I couldn't imagine if it actually had a top on it. I'd probably stay in bed even longer. And Charles Dickens always slept facing north. Do we know why? I could not figure out feng shui? why. I think so. Yes. He had to have a compass on him. He was very serious about it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Stephen King, another author, he says that he has to brush his teeth and wash his hands, which, okay, kind of somewhat normal. Sure. I do sometimes wash my hands before bed too. But what's weird is he needs the open 
open side of the pillowcase to point towards the other side of the bed or he cannot fall asleep. And when he's been asked why, he just says he simply doesn't know. Definitely that is quirky. Super quirky. One of Paul's favorite people in the entire history of the world is Leonardo da Vinci. And Paul will be happy to know that he had a sleep schedule called the Uberman sleep cycle, which consists of 20 minute naps every four hours. And it reminds me of my favorite show, Seinfeld, where Kramer does the Uberman sleep cycle. <laughs> it's such a funny <laughs> episode. Y'all like, I'd love to play a clip for it, but to be honest, you should just go look up the Kramer naps episode. The way that it ends is... <laughs> quite hilarious. I just think you need to, to go watch the whole episode because I just don't think a clip could even do it justice. Um, we've talked about some known geniuses and how they only slept a couple hours a night. Did you know this though? Albert Einstein would sleep 10 to 11 hours a night and also napped. Oh, he is my guy. Yeah. How did I not know this? I was really shocked. I thought for sure when I was researching this, that I was going to find out, oh, he slept an hour and a half every 45 minutes or something strange. Right. But no, mm -hmm. he was a big sleepers. If you're a big sleeper, then don't feel bad because even Albert Einstein was. So for, for those of you who sleep a lot, you get to say, well, Albert Einstein did. And then I mean, Honestly, that was me before kids. I'd sleep. That's a lot of sleep. Nine or 10 hours and then I'm I'd also take a nap. The next one. Oh, JFK, JFK. Yeah, Let yeah, me yeah. do JFK because I know who killed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another episode, everybody. So JFK took a one to two hour nap every day after lunch. He is also my guy because I would love to do that. And he is the one who taught Lyndon Johnson to do that, to be more productive. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Jessica Simpson, who we all know that I think is a doll. She suffers from insomnia. And one of the ways that she combats that is to fall asleep on the floor instead of her bed. And we can credit the next woman with the discovery of penicillin. Marie Curie slept with a jar of radium next to her bed. And we also know that that is why she had an early death. Someone else who we know very well did something weird that ended up in his death. Uh, that's Vincent Van Gogh. He used to douse his pillow with um, with insomnia is what I wrote. I know. Until I was doing this late <laughs> like, at night. Okay. <laughs> um, he used to douse his pillow with camphor and it eventually poisoned him. He did this because of insomnia. I'm not really sure how that helped, but that's hmm. what triggered him to try it at least. It really seems like it doesn't matter if you are a politician, a genius, an entertainer, a writer. So many people have quirks about sleeping, about napping, and even have trouble falling asleep. I think it's just part of the human condition. Speaking of not being able to fall asleep, I would like to share just a couple of tips that I used for Lillian. Oh, good. Uh, due to the pandemic, my daughter, who's just a little 10 year old, developed some issues trying to fall asleep. Counting sheep actually did help her. That is a thing that works. Also, I read about putting the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth and holding it there for as long as you can. And that also helped her fall asleep within oh, minutes. Wow. I'll have yes. to try that. I'll have to try that. 
Now let's get to the fun part. Yes. Monica, what did you put together from Pinterest today? Okay. So I definitely found a lot of things on Pinterest. We're going to dive into a blog article that I found. Uh, looks like it's by this cute couple. They have a website called theothershift.com. It looks like they are late shifters. So they have some tips and tricks for falling asleep. There are 13, as they describe them, weird sleep tips that we're going to look into and see if we've ever done or would be willing willing to do these things to fall asleep. All right. The first tip that they give us here is wearing gloves and socks to bed. Now, Monica, I know that you wear socks, but would you yes. ever wear gloves? I think I would wear gloves to sleep to make my hands look more youthful, but maybe not just to fall asleep. That's exactly what I was going to say. I have worn them to bed before to make my hands more youthful, but that was probably back when I actually had youthful hands. Do Ooh, wanna... tart cherry juice. I've tried this. Did it, it work? to drink tart cherry juice. It's full of antioxidants. No, but I do love tart cherries. I love anything tart, so. I see here that tart cherries are a source of melatonin. So you were probably already at your limit with melatonin, which might be why this didn't work. <laughs> probably, I, I didn't associate it with working to help <laughs> me fall asleep. Other other things you can eat, you could eat rolled oats. Um, you could try warm milk. It's been tried and true for many, many years. And let's think about the one holiday a year where everyone takes a nap after. Thanksgiving. Turkey is chock full of tryptophan. I should be eating turkey sandwiches at night. Paul has walnuts every night after dinner, and maybe that's why he sleeps so well. I should I should take a, a cue from him. Oh, yeah. Um, and then lots of good omega-3s in salmon, shrimp, and tuna, and those might help you get to sleep as well. Here's an interesting one, wearing special glasses. Now, I have heard some friends talk about this, but wearing the blue light blockers starting at about 6 p.m. seems to help us with our rhythms for falling asleep. Does this remind you of the blue blockers from the 90s? Um, now there is a picture of my husband and he wore that on our wedding day, those yellow glasses. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Was I, it a fashion statement or? It was a Dorco fashion statement. Giant dork. <laughs> oh, I married a you dork. You guys were so young. You we were so were young so and we're both still as dorky as we were when we That's got married. Cute. Try left nostril breathing. Okay. What? <laughs> What is this? Left nostril breathing. What if what if only your right one is free? What if the left one is plugged up? I right, don't know. My left one, I think I have a deviated septum. Um, so it says, take your right hand with your fingers outstretched, point towards the sun and block your nostril with the right thumb and breathe. You guys can't see me right now. Lovely out of your left nostril. We're all doing this. You can hear it now. <laughs> Yeah, so my DVD side's a little stuffy. So is mine. How about <laughs> I mean, that's great stuff right there. Hey. Oh wow. When you're when you're desperate for sleep, I think that you will try anything. Maybe I'll just try putting stuff. one of my earplugs up there. <laughs> Bad example for children. Yeah, do not do that in front of kids and do no. not follow Monica's advice here. <laughs> We are not paying your bills when you have to go to the doctor to get that out of your nose. Okay, so here's a, another interesting one. Push your brain to the front of your head. What? Yep, okay, so, and I quote, this one is from my dad and is stupidly effective. This technique uses distraction more than anything to help you sleep. Once you're in bed, get into a comfortable position, okay. take 10 deep breaths and 
picture your brain moving to the front of your head. Well, again, if you're desperate for sleep, I, I think you're willing to try any of these. I thought she was going to tell us how to move the brain to the front of no, her head, no. and I was a little scared. All right, here's one that I do often, but doesn't seem to make me sleepy. Roll your eyes. Oh, that just makes my eyes hurt. Yes, it does me too. I think she says to do it while your eyes are closed, which is a whole mm, different okay. experience than rolling your eyes sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> So purposeful stretching can be another option. Do a little stretching before you get into bed, practice breathing, gentle neck movements, basically trying to relax your body. Um, stick your legs up on the wall. I have actually done this just to relax and feel good. I can see how you would be rested and want to get in bed after that though. How about this one? Curl your toes in bed, slowly curl your toes, hold it for five to 10 seconds, and then release. No, I would be deathly afraid of cramps in my calves yeah, from me doing too. that. Me too. I could not. I don't. I could not. That's for people who don't get cramps in their calves. Okay. I have to read this next one because yes. it's all too appropriate. It says, yes. relax as the U.S. military do. Back in 1981, Lloyd Winter wrote a book titled Relax and Win Championship Performance. Paul can fall asleep on command. Wow. It's the most amazing thing. Lights on, noise around. <laughs> he can just make himself Maybe fall asleep. he can tell you if he had to read Relax and Win, or maybe he can't tell you. I, he probably can't tell me. Oh, here's another one I've had Lillian do. Count backward from 100 very slowly. That I sounds boring and I would probably fall asleep track. in the middle of the day. Yeah. And this blog post goes on to talk about a few other tips and tricks maybe that aren't so weird. If you are having trouble falling asleep at night or like me, you have a kid that's having problems, this would actually be a great article to read. Definitely we'll have it up on the show notes. Um, Monica, do you have anything else on this whole issue of sleep? No, but since we've been talking about it, I'm already planning out my nap. I bet you are. Well, I guess that wraps up our episode then. I seriously Seriously want to go take a nap right now after talking about all this and I'm not a big napper I want to get in my cocoon and I want to have the fan on pull down my blackout shades and be done for the day is this what I can look forward to when both my children are in school it is you get to sleep again well friends it's been another amazing Monday with you we're hoping to make Mondays fun please join us every Monday as we talk about nothing serious seriously Hey friends, we want to bring you more episodes on topics that you love. Go to Instagram, give us a show suggestion. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. It really helps us get in front of more awesome listeners like you. Love the show? Leave us a review. Thanks so much for letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with some entertainment about nothing serious. For extended show notes, please head over to our website, twomonicaspodcast.com. That's with the number two. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Monicas and find us on Pinterest at Two Monicas Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us directly, email us at twomonicaspodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to give credit to the following for providing music. Full music credits can also be found in the show notes on our website. Mermaids by Raphael Crux. Dreamy Interlude by Alexander Nakarada. White Woodlands by Alexander Nakarada. And Glitter Blast by Kevin McLeod.